everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Embodied Experience with Sylvie and Lauren. We are excited to be here and thank you for continuing to tune in and listen. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all finding moments to slow down and be in your body, be in your mind and in your experience and are finding this ability to cultivate self-awareness to bring more joy and fulfillment into your everyday life and experience. So a topic we wanted to bring to the table today was this idea of slowing down. And one that is, you know, slowing down has become a pivotal part of my life in order for me to maintain my momentum, to find clarity, to understand where I'm off balance and to recenter myself and it's one that wasn't really taught to me per se in in um you know growing up or in with within our culture as a western society but it's a skill I've learned over time and one I've started to prioritize so I think for many of us you know we equate productivity with success because when we get things done, we feel we feel happy, we feel satisfied. And and I think that's great. There is um a lot of importance in contributing to our purpose and showing up in the world and you know, doing the things that we want to do because it makes us feel good. But what about when that becomes a little too much and we lose sight of what it is, of why it is that we're doing what we're doing? So for instance, you know, working 40 hours a week, um, spending time with our family and our friends, squeezing in time to exercise and meditate. And amidst all of that, of course, finding time to like cook food, clean the house, go to the store, pay the bills, uh, keep up on social media, um, all of these things. Like there's a lot that can be done. Like there's never really any, like I feel like there's always something to do. And when moving from one task to the next, almost um, mechanically, I think it can squeeze out the joy of what it is that each experience is bringing. And so that's maybe also another way of kind of discussing presence and being really present with whatever it is you're doing. And I think in order for us to really tune into that, slowing down becomes such a skill. So slowing down doesn't necessarily mean doing nothing. It just means taking that speedometer of our mind and slowing it down, literally. So I can sense myself getting really excited here about how this um, theme has brought so much to my life. So before I go any further, let's take a minute and practice that. So wherever you are, if you can stop what you're doing if you're able to maybe even close the eyes and then just bring all of your awareness into your physical space into your body maybe feeling your feet on the floor or feeling your hips to your seat if you're sitting find your spine lengthen up growing tall feeling the crown of your head reaching up towards the sky 
And then sense whatever thoughts may be present, whatever it is that you are doing or were doing. Start to notice your breathing. Kind of checking in with your energy levels. Maybe it's the morning. Maybe you're feeling really charged and ready to seize the day. Maybe it's the middle of your day and you're starting to find that lull and wondering if you can continue to to have that energy you need to move through. Maybe it's the end of your day and you're feeling really satisfied or maybe you're feeling a little disappointed in what's behind you and what's ahead. Maybe you're simply just relaxed. Or maybe you're feeling really sad. Maybe something hard is going on. Maybe something is really challenging you right now that is testing your ability to stay present. So wherever you are, try to not judge that moment experience, but just be with it. Just allowing it to be there. And then start to ground yourself into your breath, letting a big exhale out. And then filling the body up, big inhale in. And another deep exhale out. Knowing that it's okay to take a moment to stop, to breathe, to check in, to just notice what it is that's going on in the background of whatever it is you're doing. And starting to just become aware of how that has an effect, maybe on your perspective, maybe on your experience. So as you take another breath here, giving yourself permission now to maybe reopen your eyes if they're closed to um, and just welcoming welcoming this this time shared together <sighs> so yeah just slowing down really it's something we can do in a given second in a given moment and it helps to allow us to find clarity. So Lauren, I'd like to kind of check in with you. How's your past week been? I know we've both been go, 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 and kind of even had to put recording on hold for a little while because life is happening. Um, And how have you been finding some times to slow down and check in? Hey, Sylvie, thanks so much for introing us and definitely helping us all to sort of pause and just be in our breath and in the moment, it's definitely a welcomed reminder that we can stop at any time, at any place, and we can just pause. And I think, you know, this idea or this reality that we really need to be in of taking time to rest and taking time to have a break, I've really been able to incorporate in my life by realizing that day to day I need to pause, um, moment to moment, maybe a pause is needed. And, you know, so then there's not all this built up, um, uh, I guess, reality of break that I need when it comes to the weekend or maybe a vacation. Instead, I incorporate 
you know, little doses throughout my day so that I don't get completely exhausted. Now, that's not to say that I do it perfect every time. I certainly don't. But um, you're so right that productivity makes us just feel good. Endorphins are released and we're just so happy with ourselves. And, you know, when we slow down, it almost feels like, well, what am I doing? Am I allowed to do this? And that's probably because the world, especially in America, you know, our capitalistic society tells us to go, go, go. Um, And I think it's really important for us to kind of butt up against that notion and that idea that the world tells me that I have to keep going. I think when we kind of do what, you know, the the antithesis of what the world is doing, we're probably doing something right. We're probably doing something we should do, right? So um, I love just breathing exercises. They're really my favorite. I have this one that I do, and I think I, I spoke about it in one of our first episodes, but where I just stop and I breathe, I inhale for uh, seven seconds, I hold the breath for four seconds, and then I release for nine seconds. And I do that for four iterations. Uh, so it ends up being um, one minute of, con- or a little over a minute of concentrated breathing. So that one, I can get back into my body, I can be more sensory, I can be more intuitive into where I'm at in my day. But, uh, but also, uh, I'm able to, to pause. And to just take note of my surroundings, of what I need, of what's missing. And it feels good. It feels really good. I, I honestly, you know, as I'm talking right now, I'm like, man, I really, I need to pause more. I didn't, I didn't pause enough the last few days because I think I've actually been struggling a little bit with feeling a little overexerted um, and exhausted um, and I have, and I've been struggling with why. And and again, as I'm talking, I'm like, oh, it's probably because I haven't been pausing as much as I should have. So what a great indication to recognize in your in all of ourselves when when we're feeling exhausted. That's it's probably a pretty good indication that pausing is is necessary. So <clears throat> as we continue, you know, talking about taking a break. <clears throat> excuse me. Oof, it's a little clear my throat here for a second. Um, as we continue on this conversation about, um, taking breaks, you know, when was it for you, Sylvie, that you really started to notice that breaks were just so important? I mean, I know for me, um, I really don't feel like I started to lean into breaks being necessary you know, in this sort of idea that daily a break is necessary until, gosh, I was probably well into being a mom already. And maybe I was transitioning out of the Air Force as well. Uh, you know, because in the military, they always were like, everyone needs to go. Breaks aren't aren't uh, allowed. Um, when was it for you that you just really started to notice? I mean, obviously, I think this is something that we continue to work on. But do you feel like you have a handle on it? That's probably a two-pronged question. When did you figure it out? And do you feel like you have a handle on it? <laughs> Hopefully I'm not pushing too much. But but yeah, your thoughts. I, I'm really curious. It's a great question. Um, you know, I don't think I really started leaning into the idea of taking a break until my late 20s. Um, you know, before it was like, okay, get your degree, get a good job, set yourself up and do all the things and just go, just go, just do it. Just, you can't really pause. You just got to keep going. Um, and then when, you know, in that time period of my life, when I had free time, 
I would feel like I kind of wanted to live life to the fullest and do everything I could. So maybe that would mean, you know, going out with your friend, going out with my friends or going on extravagant vacations and kind of filling each moment up as much as I could to the brim because I was just hungry for experience. And I don't think that was a bad thing. I think that was just part of where I was in my life. Um, But then it got to a point where I think I started to feel slightly irritated or frustrated or um, tired um, and or overwhelmed. And in those moments, I started to realize like, okay, well, if I go out and do more, I'm actually making that feeling feel worse, like it's exacerbating it. Um, And then eventually falling into yoga and meditation and learning about breath work and learning about slowing down really started to shift my perspective and practicing that became a lifestyle which eventually led me to having kind of this habit of stopping and pausing. And I love how you said that, Lauren, like, it's just taking a pause, really. Like, I don't think like slowing down means we need to carve out time in our schedules to do nothing. Although that's great and an awesome idea. And if you can do it, do it. Um, Especially if you're the type of person like myself who sometimes needs to just make that appointment and go for it. But you can take pauses and slow down in any given moment. So, um, yeah, like when I first sat down to meditate, the teacher was like, okay, we're going to close our eyes and do nothing. Like, not do nothing. We're going to close our eyes and focus on our breath for 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, this is a piece of cake. I was like all over my mat. Like my eyes were j- like darting every which way under my closed eyelids. I'm like thinking about the people next to me. I'm like, what are they doing? What are they thinking? Do I look silly? Can I hear myself? Can Can they hear me like... You know, you're sitting in a silent room and sometimes you just got to like, you have a little, um, you know, may have to like swallow and I'm like, oh my God, can they hear me? And just overthinking everything. I was like, wow, my mind is active. So um, after doing that for a while, I started to feel my, my whole body would just relax, right? And I started to kind of integrate this into my day. And it's allowed me to, like, enjoy those moments of pausing. So if, if I have a handle on it, I I mean, I, I am more aware that this is a tool that helps me and I try to use it on a daily basis. And some days, I think, are just designed in which things are just flowing, things are moving right. And those are great days, and I don't take those for granted. I just kind of do my thing, and I still integrate my mindfulness. But now I start to look for signals in my body. And, you know, one thing that's really been coming to the forefront of my mind recently is if I'm trying to force anything, if I'm trying to force a project, if I'm trying to force an opinion of somebody else, if I'm trying to force a relationship, if I'm trying to force what I kind of want to come to fruition... And I find myself in that headspace. I'm like, okay, I got to pause because there's no need to force anything. And um, it helps me to drop into moments of reflection. Like, okay, well, 
why is this so important to you? Why are you getting frustrated or just breathing and kind of giving myself that space to air out any um, steam that might be building up, if you will, and then addressing it from there. And so it's really revolutionized my life in that regards because, um, I don't know, it just, it creates space to experience, I guess is one way I can say it. And, you know, even in my job as a physical therapist, you know, I'm, I'm sitting and talking and treating and working with people all day long. And in the past, when I really didn't understand what this idea of pause meant, I would just kind of go, go, go. And before I knew it, I might be short with somebody or I might be kind of shutting down or ready to crash. And it's because I didn't conserve my energy. So now even when I want to be present with people, I have to pause. I have to pause. I have to remind myself to listen to me. And before I respond, I have to remind myself to pause and listen to the person I'm with to not jump ahead into the future, jump back into the past, to not ruminate on my own thoughts. It's 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 become ingrained in how I process and perceive things. And so that's taken many years. Um, maybe it's just maturing and growing up. I'm not sure. But when I look back on this idea of pausing in the past, I would have been like repelled by it. Like, what? No, this makes me uncomfortable. And now I'm like, oh my God, I'm uncomfortable. I probably need to pause. And so um, it, it's, it take, it's taken work, but it's like I can't even imagine living my life without that. Um, doesn't mean I'm perfect at it. Doesn't mean it's good, but I can be in tune with that signal and it allows me to just slow down a little bit. Um, Lauren, what's your experience been like in that regards and how you've been integrating pauses? Because I know um, I've been seeing that too with, you know, I love watching you with your boys. Um, you know, you're a mom of three boys and they're all really active. And I can see even when you're paying attention to them and um, being there for them, how you have to pause and you know be present with each boy and that's maybe a different way of pausing maybe I'm kind of going off on another road here um and I think why I'm doing so is just to drive home how the subtlety of pausing can be as personal as just taking a breath and being present in situations so you don't um jump ahead or jump back or it can be as obvious as sitting alone for an hour or just not making plans with people for like one evening or um, sitting in your office quietly or just going to a yoga meditation class like it can be as obvious as that or as integrated as just uh, a moment-to-moment experience yeah sylvie so i mean i definitely think that for me and my world of pausing it's certainly an integration within my parenting because parenting is certainly what consumes. Uh, it is, you know, my biggest focus of any day because it just is happening um, all the time. And I think if I didn't pause as much as I do, I probably wouldn't be getting better at being a parent because when you're parenting and it is happening all the time, and it demands so much of you. And 
your time is is capped and your patience is um, tried, you know, without pause, I would just be reacting all the time. But when I actually make sure that I take a moment before I respond or before I react, I'm able to be the best version of the parent I want to be. And that's super important to me. I mean, I never want to put my kids in this situation where I am breaking their spirit in some way or I'm I'm making them have to think about how I respond responded and then it's some example for them but then I have to come back and apologize I'm not saying those times don't happen certainly they do and and I'm humble enough to come back to my children even at two four and six to to say I'm sorry uh, because I don't always get it right but the times I do get it right is because I have paused um and as a parent you know I think you know, probably resonates with most parents that you know, we don't get a break. Um, it's, it's, it's seldom, it's rare. Uh, so taking those moment to moment breaks in the pausing makes all the difference. Uh, it, it makes the journey of parenting worthwhile and exciting and fun and something that you can, you can keep doing rather than feeling completely depleted. Um, and I think that's super important for us as, as people to, Note that as we venture into the journey of parenting, we don't have to operate from a depleted space. There is a way to fill yourself up um, from moment to moment. And I, and I think it's through pausing and, and taking that time. Uh, I know for me, getting my yoga certification definitely helped with um, recognizing the sensations in my body um, and how they're interconnected and and you know, when I'm feeling sadness or anger come on, when I'm feeling uh, exhaustion or excitement come on, uh, I'm able to, you know, properly channel those emotions rather than just react. Um, and, and that's really due in part uh, wholly to, so not in part, it's due wholly to, to being able to be intuitive with my own body. And that comes from recognizing breath, that comes from recognizing the sensations and stopping and pausing and letting them happen um and then and then finding a way to channel them um you know but i think it's really important that you know as we let these experiences you know flow through us these these feelings that i was just talking about the happiness the sadness the excitement the exhaustion that we allow ourselves the space uh and a little bit of time to feel them you know so you know just earlier this week or, or Maybe it was last week. Heck, I can't even remember now. But uh, I was feeling a little bit exhausted. I was feeling a little bit depleted. And I allowed myself pretty much an entire day or maybe two to just kind of sit in that. I didn't overly do things for the kids like I normally do. I didn't um, work a ton. I just sat in the recognition of my exhaustion and and then I came to the other side of it because you know for for several days now or maybe it's been a whole week already um I haven't been dealing with that feeling of exhaustion I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I recognize it I didn't try to push it to the side I didn't sweep it under the rug you know I just sat in it for a minute um and a minute being you know a day or two 
you know, and there's no timeline we can put on any of these emotions or these feelings, but I think it's important for us to sit in them for a little bit. And I think when we recognize them and just ha- let them have their space for, you know, whatever space they need, um, that time is shorter than if we try to ignore them and then they build up and then all of a sudden now we're facing a whole month of feeling exhausted or a whole, you know, season of feeling angry. Uh, instead, since we notice them, since since I was since I'm able to really just actualize what's happening and just give them the time and the space, I'm able to move through it a lot more easily and and quickly. So, um, definitely an evolution of understanding my own emotions, and it's such a gift to be able to not be ruled by them, but to, instead to. And I don't want to say I have control over them. Certainly not. I, I just honor and I respect them and I give them that space. Um, yeah. So, wow. What a, what a profound way to understand things. I, you know, actually just now that I'm, I've said all that, I'm like, wow, well, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't think I'd actually really realized what it was that I was doing. And so to speak it out loud and to recognize it is, is really neat. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, Hopefully that resonates with you, Sylvie. I mean, I know um, I was talking about kids a lot in the beginning uh, of this uh, piece that, I, that I've been going through. But um, yeah, I mean, any last thoughts? Uh, I know we need to kind of come towards the end of this podcast, but what a great conversation. Again, I mean, I love all my conversations with you, certainly. Um, but yeah, any, any last thoughts? Yeah, it's amazing how often we're so disconnected from what it is we're feeling And I think that um, when we take a moment to pause, to recognize what we're feeling, to recognize what's happening in any given moment, um, we can be proactive in how we respond versus reactive in a reflexive way. So, you know, that's a really, really huge good point. And I think one all of us can work on daily and is definitely an evolution for each and every single one of us is learning to feel what it is we're feeling and then choosing how we want to respond to that and that's where the power of pauses and I think um you know that you know going back to the idea of like choosing how you respond to your kids so you don't have to say sorry later and I mean that's something that as soon as you said that I'm like yes that is me not necessarily with um you know, I don't currently have children, but with maybe my family, friends, relationships, um, you know, in the past, I've been much more quick to just react. And then later being like, oh my God, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. But it's like, if I would have just taken a few seconds to pause, then I could have recognized what I was feeling, perhaps um, responded differently. And and that helps to kind of change behavior patterns, change refle- reflexive ways of um, relating to your feelings. Um, and that's really, really an awesome, profound practice. And also just pausing to say like, hey, I feel tired right now. Let me not put pressure on myself to have to be a certain way or what is like... I don't want to make myself more tired by reacting in a way that I know isn't going to make me feel good because then I have to put more energy into apologizing. So, yeah, I guess the big takeaway point is pausing is a way of 
proactively choosing how to respond to what it is you're feeling, to um, an experience, and it helps to bring more joy in the sense of being present and um, directing your energy in an intentional way. And also, if and when feeling tired or burnt out, it also provides you an opportunity to be kind to yourself. To maybe say, hey, you know, you're just feeling a little tired right now. Don't get hard on yourself. Maybe, you know, don't expect more than you're able to give right now. And be okay with putting your best efforts forward at the moment. And, you know, also that pause can help you to choose differently. Like, you know what, maybe I need to get a little bit of extra sleep right now. Maybe I need to call a certain person. Maybe I need to take myself out of certain situations um, that I know might make me feel more tired later or whatever the case may be. So yeah, pausing helps to create space to feel, to listen and to respond. And over time that allows you to sustain your energy versus deplete it or um, feeling like you're in that kind of constant low fuel tank, if you will. And it kind of helps to refuel you at the refuel you at the same time. So, the power of pausing and the power of taking a break. Thank you, Lauren, for sharing. Great conversation. Um, and I love that as we kind of open up our ideas, things just kind of like you said, we speak it out loud, and all of a sudden we're like, oh yeah, that's that's kind of cool. And um, you know, so encouraging. Encouraging our listeners to ask us any questions, um, provide any comments, any thoughts they may have, and also to maybe take these conversations and bring them into your own life with your own family and friends and use it as a speaking point and um, see where that leads you. So to close out, thank you so much and see you next time. Another amazing conversation for us, Sylvie, and I'm so grateful for our opportunity to really reflect on pausing and taking a break. It's a great reminder that we need to continue to do it in our own lives, but also to be able to share it with others so that they can be more fulfilled as well. So I really hope, as Sylvie has already stated, we hope so much that this brings you life today, that you're finding a new way to pause and to reflect in your own life. Uh, so that you can be filled up. So from Sylvie and Lauren, this is Embodied Experience. Until next time.